y'all back at you again with another episode of the Working Actor Podcast. This particular episode, I got Maxie McClintock in the studio. How you feeling? I am feeling great. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here, Maxie. Look. And it's a it's a pleasure to be here. I've been waiting to talk to you. This episode <laughs> in particular is really about behind the curtain. I mean, okay. the industry, it's a lot going on behind the scenes that working actors, they know about. And some people that's progressing to be a working actor, they ain't necessarily privy about it. So I want to talk to a veteran that's been in the game, been working, and um, I really think you can give us what's going on. Yes, I'm an open book. <laughs> Whatever you want to know, I have the answer. I will be transparent Yeah. because, you know, that's what we're here to do. That's right. So how has being a black woman working in this particular industry mm-hmm. that's primarily dominated, not necessarily by minorities, right, and African-Americans getting the work, is it difficult sometimes getting the work? So it it. It's tricky, mm-hmm. okay, because one, a part of how you're marketed as an actor is based on your category. So I work, um, recently I have been working with different groups because of my look. So my look allows for me to have, to. It's a, I have a safe look. And so there are different spaces where a person that looks safe can enter into those spaces where someone else, and again, you know, people of color, you know, we are people of color. And so I can't, I I can't, um, as a black woman, the way I look on the outside, that's the product. And so if people feel safe with the outside product, they may say, you know what, we're gonna hire you because you look and you sound safe. But maybe one of my brothers or my sisters that don't have that safe look like I have, they may not get those opportunities. And so I have had the ability and the opportunity to kind of work in some spaces that other people have not. And this is not new, right? We talk about this safe look. Unfortunately, it is something that's very prevalent and it... it, Mm It can stifle the actor because yes. now you're categorized and you're deemed as, you know, not necessarily one to be attached to other brands based on your look, right? right. So so does that go back to like the shade? Because I mean, you know, the darker you are, the lighter you are, is that a part of the look? I don't know. I don't, not necessarily. Okay. I think that- And it has been a problem. So when we talk about mm-hmm. like commercial, look gotcha. at commercial, right? Commercial, they're all shades of commercial. So- if I go and watch a Target commercial, for mm-hmm. example, Target is like the ultimate commercial to me, right? They have really dark skin, medium skin, light skin. They got all the shades, but all those people still look commercial. It's something about them. They have mm-hmm. perfect skin. They have perfect teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like they have symmetric faces. They have great smiles. Mm-hmm. And so they fall under the commercial umbrella. Understood. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's something that you can't control. I, I don't. I was born this way. You know what <laughs> Come I'm saying? On, I can't. Okay. Now I'm still black. You know what I'm saying? I'm still yeah, yeah. black, and so I'm, I still fall under the black umbrella. So it's not just my look. Because in film, it's not, you know, modeling is just your outside. Yeah. But when you're when you're an actress, it's also how do you speak? How do you present yourself? How, what's your posture? Like, what's That's your right. essence? Like, all of that. And all of that matters, too. Mm. So, mm. you know, mm. it's... Now, how does that play being a woman in the industry? Like... Um, so what's unique about me is I've been married for 16 years. Okay. Okay. So I have a built-in layer of protection. Mm. I have a husband. I'm not afraid to say that I have a husband. I go places with my husband. That's right. And so that 
to to me, that has created its own little safe space. I don't necessarily have to worry about um, the the casting couch per se because people know going in, oh, she's already taken. Right, understood. Now, when you say the casting couch, for those who are listening who may not know what that is, <laughs> can you elaborate about the couch? Um. It's an old school Hollywood practice, you know, mm-hmm. but the cast, l- listen, to working in film is a job that a lot of people want to be involved in. A lot of people would love to work in film and television. And so because of that, there are predators out there. There are people out there that are, that will exploit that and say, you know what, you really want to be on film, film and television, let's make it happen. Yeah. All you have to do is sleep with me. Right. And I'm going to make you the biggest star in the world. You know, that has happened. It is still, it's a, it's a practice that's still happening. But again, I feel like for me as a woman, because I have a husband, that's just a layer of protection. That doesn't mean that people, you know, ain't trying to holler at whatever. Right, but sure. it just, just gives me that added little layer of protection because you, people you know. You've always been outspoken, bold, and just yeah. straightforward, oh, you know, yeah. and forthcoming. <laughs> like, how important is that to have a level of confidence? You have to know who you are. And, okay. Because everybody's not like that, though. You, you know have what I mean? to know who you are. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing about being in this business. I I run into a lot of people. Once they know, they're like, oh, snap, let me, I'm ready to, I'm ready, I'm ready to be in this business. Like, sign me up, tell me everything. And I'm like, well, first of all, mm-hmm. you have to have a love for this industry. And yeah. second of all, before anything else, you need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm really reluctant about helping people with their kids get in. I just try to stay away from that. Not saying that there's not amazing kid talent, that this is what they were meant to do. But sometimes, you know, people's, you know, it was the mom and daddy's dream. And so now they're like, I want my child to be a star. And I try to, you know, just lean back from that because the thing about children is they don't know who they are yet. I know who I am. That's right. And that's another part of when I walk into a room, I walk into a room with a different level of confidence because I know exactly who I am and I'm okay with every single piece of who I am. That's right. Whether anybody likes it or not. That's right. Embrace it, yeah. So, so Period. we're talking about behind the veil, right? Yeah. The industry has this veil, right? Yes. These things that you know, one of which you just brought up, the yes. couch aspect. Yes. But I like what you said about knowing self is important and being yes. aware because there is a veil of who we are. Yes. Our self identity, you know, and if we don't understand who we are and unveil that before the public, and it's kind of like they want to oh, mold God. and shape you, right? To, yes. To something that they feel like is marketable, or that hey, you should be in these roles. Yes, and it is tricky. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, we're, I'm not going to say that it's not tricky, because we're we're dealing with race, we're dealing with um, gender, we're we're dealing with age, you know, and as we transition into all these different categories at different times. We have to, it's like me, like, do I start dyeing my hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, because I'm aging, right? So I'm starting to get gray hair. You're 27, right? Right, right, exactly. Just had a birthday yesterday, right? 27, girl. I'm fake 27, right? So, you know, I got a gray streak growing. Mm -hmm. I called my friend, like, girl, do I need to dye this streak? You know, because (laughs) I'm over here fake 27, you know? And so those are the type of things that you have to deal with as you transition. And even again, as me being fake 27, um, making choices about, okay, what's the look? 
you know, when you fine and tall and all, you can I could put anything on. Okay, mm-hmm. I could I could rock something somebody forty wearing, and I could rock somebody that's twenty five. Cause you know the body's good, yeah. right? And so it's like trying to figure out, all right, where do I see myself at this season, mm. and then balancing that out. Is this too much? Gotcha. You know, and I do have those conversations again yeah. for for guys. Maybe y'all not having that particular mm-hmm. conversation, but for ladies, we are. You know, you get a stylist or something, and they might come through with something. And I'm like. Eh. Now I could wear this, but <laughs> this right here, this is where we cross the line. Yeah. You know, but again for the industry, do we, we want, do I want to look forever 27? You know, yeah. or am I trying to look, you know, 37, yeah. 47, 57, 67, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like just trying to find a balance. I don't think you can pull out that. I don't think you can pull out the 40 <laughs> other. Uh, you can't you can't pull out nothing in the 32s. <laughs> 28, but, but the reality is that, you know, we are still human beings and we're yeah. changing and evolving. And and those type of decisions are things that we think about, too. It's not just what a person, oh, I think you can play this role. Da, da, da. It's yeah. also like I'm changing, you right. know, like I those decisions I make on what I'm wearing on the red carpet, right. you know, the decisions I make on what do I put out there on Instagram, right. you know, like. Again, it's telling the story of how I want people to see me in this season. Right. And, and I'm trying like to balance it out. This this these elements of the conversation that we're having are, are often veiled themselves. Like online, yes. there's a presentation <laughs> of, you know, I know who I am, I know what I'm doing, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And, and and sometimes it seems like people are a bit bipolar. You know what I mean? Because you are so many things for so many different people and so many reasons. And and for me, I side on the side of know exactly who you are. And then if you make choices, make those choices from who you are. Yes. Um, have you seen that in your career? Like, I know you got fellow associates that act as well. Are there complications that actors and actors have a lot with identity and conforming to the normalcy of what's going on? Because you in your season, but then the industry is in the season as well. It demands this. It wants this. Mm-hmm. How do we navigate through that? Um... We just do the best that we can. That That's the only way that you can navigate through it because sometimes I'll see people where I feel like they're doing it wrong. You know, like I feel like I know them and this is not all the way. You. Right. Mm. You know, we like, mm, I don't know about that. But then sometimes people realign. You know, because again, this is long journey. You know, we've been for a long time. Yeah. You know, we've been talking years, a decade. You know Come what I'm on. saying? So people realign and you say, oh, you know what? Now I'm feeling this. I'm feeling what this person is giving me right now. You yeah. know, so I don't know. We just do the best that we can in the season that we're in. And then we make adjustments. But I have like a sister circle, you know, like I, me and my other artist friends, you know, we talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. We talk about um, the pressures of, the look and the, you know, look, the wig and the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all these little the things. The OnlyFans <laughs> page. And maybe not that one. No, we ain't doing it. But hey, you know, some people may. You know, I can't, I cannot knock it. Some people make millions and millions of dollars on OnlyFans. I know, I'm like, right? what, what is happening over there? Are they, I mean, this is crazy. Get that money. I'm like, this, oh my God. Yeah. So, I don't know, just do the best that you can. Yeah. But it is tricky. And again, I think the part that's tricky is just that we're aging and we're changing. And yeah. it's just like if a, if a, really sexy lady boom yeah. she 
get pregnant now she got a baby is she still gonna be giving the sexy booty shots you know i don't know you know mm -hmm. does that still fit the the brand right. or has the brand shifted right you know like it's like a well, what about the, what about the the portfolio like we talk about the brand right so it's mm -hmm. an established resume portfolio if you would what about crafting that and not allowing it to just you, you know you know just be this it's, and that and this and that which does not represent you as an actor it's tricky yeah. It's tricky. I mean, you want to work, right? Right. Because yeah. one, as artists, we are at the mercy mm. of God. You know, like, Lord, I just bless me with, with, with some goodness, right? Mm -hmm. But we also have agents and managers. And so we also have an obligation. If these auditions come in, we have an obligation to try to audition for some of this stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, we can't turn everything it. down. Yeah, now, no. I do turn things down. There are things where I, I decline I decline pretty often. If it's something that's just too far outside of what I feel is right for me and my family, because I consider not just me, I consider me and my family. So mm, I have a daughter good. and I have a husband. And I, I consider my daughter first over my husband, because my husband, he really don't care. He's like, whatever. It, it don't matter, because he knows I'm an artist. But we have a, a child and she's a, a tween, you know, yeah. like not really a teenager, but yeah. not really. And so... For her, what she sees me do, it matters yes. during this season of our life. Now, when she becomes a later teenager, maybe not so much. But right now, um, things hurt her feelings. Like, you know, it's, it's, this is a real, this is it's real really life. And again, yeah. this season of our life, really all seasons, but specifically this particular season, I'm very picky about what it is that I'm doing because I know her and her friends. Yeah. Understood. Yeah, because they on you know they be on my Instagram and stuff like that. You know, so I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, what your mama out you doing, girl? I'm like, what is oh your my mama goodness, y'all get girl? off my page. What is your mama doing? So, <laughs> yes. what has been something that you said? Nah, not this. Any one thing that you feel like this was something I said no to. Okay, I'm not gonna say the particular. I'm not gonna say the exact production, but Understood. I will say this. Um, there is a. Um, a mogul that I have wanted to work for for probably 20 years, mm -hmm. okay, if even longer, okay? I got an audition, I'm like, oh my God, yes, okay? I, it's ASAP, I'm gonna get this done. <laughs> Didn't even read it, okay? Yeah. So then I get to reading the stuff, I'm like, okay. <sighs> the, the show got a church base, okay? The character, a swinger. Mm. Now, this particular role was a reoccurring role. So when you have a reoccurring role, they will give you some information, but we know we know that it's reoccurring, so they're gonna continue to develop that yeah, particular develop, story. Yeah, yeah. So the risk is You don't know what's you ahead. You don't know what's ahead. That's right. And so that was a situation where I had to go back to my agent and say, Hey, actually I'm not available for this. Mm. You know, I'm not available. I can't I can't do this particular role, but the bigger piece of the puzzle was I had to analyze, all right, am I okay with in this season of my life living and sitting in the fact that this could be a place where I live for a couple years? Yeah. Now I'm from Alabama, okay? Road Tide. And my folks is real country. <laughs> Road Tide. They believe these shows and TV. They be like, oh, mm. Mm, that's what you're doing. My God. <laughs> I knew something wasn't right. You know, so I. 
<laughs> they think it's real life. <laughs> Grandma's not real. Right. Yes, it is. So I saw some you. stuff, you know, if some people name on it, you know, these big people names on it, they watch this stuff like it's real life. Yeah. You know, and I know it's like so weird. So like, oh, but you know, you're artist. And I am. I am. But those are just small things that I consider sometimes. So, yeah, that happened to me. And that was somebody that I want to work with yeah. one day. Just not in that particular role because I just didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not knowing where it's going to go. Sometimes we don't necessarily know where our art is going to lead us. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I don't want to be a person that's just judgmental about like something like that. Yeah, like that's what, right? Sure. Because uh, as an artist, a person that is a swinger or let's say something that, that maybe people will look down on, like a stripper or whatever. Right. Yeah. They, when we t- when we we talk about story. Right. And we peel all that back and we move it all out the way It's still a. Uh, a human being like we're That's still right. trying to tell a story about the human experience right. so i still also evaluate who's the storyteller what type of stories are they telling on this show yeah and, and where is it going yeah where is again, it going i think that's the important right, part because right, it could be a redemptive thing right, it could be right. something that you know exactly yeah, it's a walk away it, right yeah. right and, and again i'm not saying that i would never in my life play a swinger i'm no, not going to say that but i still need to know i need to know all the pieces to see if this is going to be in line with me as a product in my future my future life on this you know because i'm building a legacy you know like am i going to be okay with this piece 10 years down the line five years down the line six Mm. months down the line am i going to be okay with this character that i'm playing on tv what was this for who was this for you know was this for you know Pookie and him, right. some rappers, or you know, <laughs> right. for what you know, or you yeah. know what I'm saying, or yeah. is this a real storyteller that's you know like it's it's levels and layers, so all those things have to be considered. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And um, you know, being proactive with our art, you know, yes. not just in the moment of hey, this is the opportunity, but I like yeah. you assessing like not only the opportunity but your morals, your values, yes. your longevity because shows are gonna keep coming. They yes. make TV shows all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, we, <laughs> and we'll continue to work. Yeah. you know, like yeah. we will continue to work. We'll always have an opportunity again to tell a great story. Yeah. But it's about like who, what is this world about? What is the the overall message? What about my character? Am I, you know, like it's all these little pieces just to make yeah. sure that one we can give. We can give this character everything that it needs, you know, and then also will we feel good in the inside mm. about our body of work. So we're talking about this this character. So I want to pivot yes. and ask you, what character have you portrayed that you feel like, hey, this was the character that I really felt in the skin? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the, the be- oh, God, that's such a hard question because uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a very passionate person, mm-hmm. okay? Stuff that I make myself, you know, I'm always going to go yeah. hard for that. So I did this movie called Soul Fire, and it won ABFF's um, Gentleman Jack, you know, contest, ABFF, and Omari Hardwick is my is my mentor through that mm-hmm. program. But I did a, a short film about a woman who, um, who her husband died in the war, you know. So that was like my... I, I gave everything to that role, okay? Mm. The second one was um, this role called Son of Sheba, and it's, again, another independent that yeah. I did. I produced where I play the Queen yeah. of Sheba. You I, know, like, I so, saw that one. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love stuff, stuff like stuff. that where I, I'm, you know, really showcasing who I think I am. 
you know now am i i'm so happy and blessed for all the other roles too you know because yeah. again it's about building the body of work That's but right. i feel closer to the stuff where i feel like i've had some type of skin in the game in helping produce but so fire that was like the number one 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 gotcha. one 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 <laughs> how was it working on ozark i love that show too it was great i, I booked a pilot and so that was interesting because it was the very first episode and we had yeah. to shoot it a couple of times because mm-hmm. he didn't like the first episode you know and again whenever you're shooting a pilot they have to make sure all the colors are right but yeah it was it was pretty good he's very funny (laughs) he's very funny and um yeah it was. i thought ozak had such a slow pace Mm -hmm. and i got used to it i was like ah okay cool it's not my type of show though gotcha it's not my type of show it's it's very dark you know and manish what are you watching now these days i watch i watch all the dating shows so me and my husband we are addicted to like love at first sight because you know we didn't ever really date we met in college so boom that's my husband you know like you know that's we did so the fact that we didn't date we love watching people trying to figure out how to find love i'm like this is so interesting this is like the best thing on tv (laughs) i promise you it's the best so what's in the works like what are you working so i just got finished with um a bet project um that is slated to come out for the for christmas it's called the first noel and then i also did another project that the title is not uh, complete but it is a um it is a like a high school musical and I shot that in January, so I assume it's going to come out by Christmas because it's like a Christmas movie as well. Okay. Um, and it's with the same group that I did the Lifetime movie with last year for Christmas. <laughs> booking, booking, booking. <laughs> I love it. You stay busy. I love it. But you stay grounded and humble to it. That's what I love, Yeah, too. because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm a regular person. That's okay. so true. That's yeah, so we true. all are. We just but you bring your superpower every time. I am you show still up. a superhero, That's but I'm me. a regular person superhero. Hey. And I think it's just being from the south. You know, mm. like I think that there's just a built-in humility. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, so I can't. We, we gonna give them life, but we still, we still gonna be humble. That's right. I can't let you get out of this studio without giving some more life. So if yes. you had to draw some jewels to our audience, what would be the main thing you would say to them? Because they're working in the industry or entering that industry that does have a veil and we kind of peel back some of those layers of the veil, but what would you give them that, hey, keep these things in mind as you explore this industry? One is authenticity is key. So it doesn't really matter. Like, we know, we talk about categories and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of people try to be something else. Really just be who you are. That's really the key to how this job works. Because when you are who you are, the work will find you. You know, like the type of work that you're supposed to be a part of and bring life to, it will find you. I got people, you know, I'm real commercial, but I got people, they real hood, you know what I'm saying? You give some street, but they can come and bring so much life to a project that's gritty. That's important. I don't want to watch a show and it's a whole bunch of people talking like this. You know, like, no, I need some people that's going to be up in there giving me everything. They're from the country. Like, um, there's a show, P Valley, you know, they're supposed to be in Mississippi or somewhere like that, yeah. down in the Delta. Like, you got to get, you got to bring some people that's country. You can't bring a whole bunch of people that's talking like they're from California. So you have to be okay with who you are and be a whole bunch of that. Understand that that's what they want. They want you to be a whole bunch of that. And also stay away from trying to be perfect. You know, from a a, a female perspective, especially like as people start to age, I have seen where people try to shape shift their self into a perfect person. You know, plastic surgery and different things to be a perfect person. Be who you are. Allow, like, I ain't got no Botox. You know what I'm saying? Allow these wrinkles to come through. Now, I may go get some dye. (laughs) 
this is fake 27. But you know, there are just some things that we just have to allow because that's beauty. There's beauty, like I'm imperfectly perfect, mm, you know? On. And so allow for that to be, that's the mm. magic, like, that's the juice. Like that's what gives me the, when I walk in, I am, I'm not a cookie cutter like a Kardashian or something like that. I am me. Yes, you right. know, with these there big old is. cheeks, you know. There he is. And then the last but not, not mm. least, understanding anything is possible. If mm. somebody else did it, you can do it. Like, Come you know, on. we sitting here talking about, shoot, Tyler Perry got a, a hundred million thousand square foot house that he building over there. And they had said a couple years ago that he wasn't nobody. You see mm. what I'm saying? Anything is possible. If somebody else did it, you can do it. That's that's everything. Mm. It is possible. I, I don't care about where you live. I don't care about where you, I don't care what the job you used to have. It is possible. It is. Man. Anything is possible. Can't nobody tell me something ain't possible. Oh, it's possible. It's possible. Oh, it's definitely possible. You don't left them with a mouthful. Hey, that is something else right there. I appreciate you, Max, for coming in. Y'all know y'all better keep staying tuned, man. This podcast, man. I, man, I'm scratching my head. I think that was for me. It's possible, y'all. Oh, it's possible. Stay tuned for the next episode of Working Out This Podcast. Actors only. Thank you. Oh, man. That was good. Good. <laughs>